Welcome back to Better or Worse Than Transformers, where we take TV shows and movies and tell you whether they are better or worse than Transformers. Uh, I'm your host, Joseph. With me are my co-hosts, Ian. Hey, how you doing, guys? And Christian. What up? I want to first acknowledge the fact that we've gotten uh, Ian a real microphone this week. Woo! So we can actually fucking hear him. Yeah, it's going to be so much better. Hopefully it makes the editing process easier I would really love Joseph. it if it did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got to... Uh, before we begin, Joseph and I got the opportunity to spend the weekend at Pensacon, a uh, local comic book convention here in Pensacola. Um, we had, a, I think, a real good time. I mean, this is our, both our first time going. Uh, definitely the highlight of the weekend was we got to go to a Dragon Ball Z panel. Um, that was pretty entertaining. It was pretty entertaining. For a lot of reasons. It, it definitely it contained the uh, the best Dragon Ball Z and Peanuts analogy that I've ever heard in my the life. The only one I've ever heard, but also it was perfect. True. You want to explain it? No, no, please do oh go on. Oh my gosh. Uh, so it included the actor who, voice actor who played Cell, the voice actor, the guy who played Weiss, Weiss. and the voice actor of Goku. And a fan asked him the question if they could play any other character, who would they play? And both Cell and Weiss said Vegeta, of course, fan favorite. Um, and the gentleman who played Goku responded with that one, he had a moral obligation that he could. Of course, not choose Vegeta, uh, but two, that he also gets to pull the football out on Vegeta, basically, you know, every episode or every saga, which was spot on. Never, so spot on. Never thought of it that way, but that is exactly what happened. That is exactly the relationship between those yeah. two characters. Vegeta gets, like, a great story and all the best lines. And he's, like, an actually developed character who, yeah, like, the, changes. The, and, the and most developed. Absolutely. And, and, then, and, and he just constantly gets shit on it, every time he goes up and Trent tries to be Goku. He's Charlie Brown. He is. He's he, Charlie Brown. He's Charlie Brown. So I mean, you check out Dragon Ball Z coming from someone look, who's never oh, seen there, it. There's yeah. so much of it. You guys <laughs> seem, yeah, I hear there's a lot. It's hard to get into, but. There's like 300 episodes. Well, so, I hear it's a good intro anime. Well, see, I, I actually, I would counter you on that because you, you don't really watch much anime. No. I mean, no, I don't think any of us really watch a lot yeah. of it, but but you, but you Christian, you and I uh, both For grew sure. up with Toonami. Yeah, I watch yep. Zero. You guys watch it. Yeah. And so that's, that's where we got introduced to it, but I feel like Dragon Ball Z has so much space and filler in it. A ton. Com- compared to the amount of good content there is good content in there but you know when you're a kid you don't care you're just excited about the exciting bits i would suggest uh was it kai the reduced version i think that's what it's yeah that would be the way i would watch it now there's there are um whole i can't say sagas because they're not very long but there will be like eight to ten episode span storylines that really offer nothing there's one specifically the garlic jr saga which is just gohan and piccolo and it is awful it is awful um but then you have ones that are like the frieza saga and it's a hundred episodes well i mean and then it has the famous uh bit where it's two minutes till the planet's supposed to explode and and then it's like seven more episodes yeah 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 yeah. the last two minutes in the planet takes you know takes you an hour of tv to get to that point but uh i definitely suggest it it was cool because again growing up with that stuff uh, actually we were talking about today we both started watching it basically at the exact same time Mm -hmm. and then to get to experience that and those guys were hilarious they were they they were very funny jokes and it was it was a good time it was it was kind of a depressing look into the life of a voice actor if i'm honest with you it was but (laughs) i was glad they were there they really they revealed some details about what it means to be a voice actor which made me think i would never do this job (laughs) ever um like they don't receive royalties and stuff like that so they get paid one time and they're like why do you think we do this like legitimately they're like we have to come to these comic cons so that we can make money holy crap yeah (laughs) <laughs> right? Not good. 
And as I was saying to Christian is that for an icon so famous, so Mm -hmm. I mean, so iconic as as Goku, that he's the fucking representative for Japan's Olympics (laughs) is Son Goku. And the the dude who uh, who voices him, at least for the the English dub, gets nothing, no residuals for any of the yeah. stuff, any of the promotion. It's ridiculous. I'm sure he makes good money because you know he's in Goku's in just about every episode. Sure, and there's a ton of video games and stuff. But I mean, to find good money, yeah, that's you know that's the toss up again. He's he's the main character, right? And he is at. Our local comic book convention. Right. That's crazy. Which is, I mean, they did 30,000 people. They're going to put like $2 million in the economy. Like, it's it's a sizable thing. But, yeah, you would never think, we'd, I, I would never think we'd be able to pull that in. I mean, I guess he's probably a low-level celebrity, but to me, he's... He's pretty cool to me. Yeah, big deal. Yeah, all I know about Dragon Ball Z is it's got guys with like pointy hair and they grunt a lot and throw fireballs. That's actually a very accurate representation. That's the best description possible. <laughs> But it's really cool. <laughs> you really dig it while it's going on. So, Ian, you want to tell us like some latest news stuff we can talk about? Yeah, so some news that's come out in the last week or so. Um, first, we were going to talk about the Lobo movie that Michael Bay is rumored to sit down with WB to do a Lobo movie. Lobo is DC Comics kind of cosmo bounty hunter. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. exactly what he is. He rides and, a giant motorcycle. You like, know, yeah, and he's... I don't know. He's kind of got a Ghost Rider kind of look, I would say. If we had to look visual to it, kind I mean, of that way. He's a super buff, yeah, white yeah, alien big, guy. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but kind of motorcycle. as far as, you know, riding the motorcycle and that stuff. And yeah. I think it's a bad idea. I mean, well... It, I, I, I think it's a bad idea to do Michael Bay. I completely disagree. Well, you see, yeah, I, I, disagree, I agree that it's a bad idea to do Lobo <laughs> because he is kind of sim- in a similar vein to Deadpool in the sense that he's yeah, almost yeah. a parody character of his own ridiculously violent, outrageous mm-hmm. lifestyle. But if you're going to do somebody to like represent the, all the fucking super macho bullshit, Michael Bay's the right guy to go to. For sure. It, after watching Pain and Gain... Uh, which yeah. is about a bunch That's of a good buff, buff dudes <laughs> blowing crap up. Lobo, I mean, it's a perfect fit to me. If you're, if if you, that's a character that you're dedicated to making, which I don't get why. I mean, you've yet to do a Green Lantern movie, but you're going to talk about doing a Lobo movie. Um, it just, I, I, I can't. Maybe five years ago, when you were like, The Rock wants to be in a DC movie, mm-hmm. and we don't know which yeah. character, and that was the one he chose. Sure, I'm on board. The Rock makes a ton of money. But now that he's going to be Black Adam, what's the motivation behind making a Lobo movie? I don't know what it is, but I know that Michael Bay is probably the best fit for it. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like they they could turn. They're trying to make it their Deadpool, but I, I think they're reaching a little. bit. I think they're one hundred percent reaching, and I also think that Michael Bay does not have the uh, the goodwill he might have had at the beginning yeah, of, of I, the Transformers franchise. And hey, I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy came out of nowhere with you know a space kind of. No, that's true. So I mean, it's possible space can you know, work. I, I mean, I guess you go into space with him. So I mean, I mean, uh, you can and you can't. It depends yeah, entirely I mean, you what you do. A lot, but that, that's I feel like that's the danger of of starting with like a Cosmos character is to make any kind of unless he's like trapped somewhere, you have to set it in space, which is going to be expensive. Yep. Yeah. I, I feel like it's it's a big commitment from the studio on a, on a, a real uh, that's toss a, up. That's the debate and, right now, right? And, it's going to cost over two hundred million dollars, and they can't agree on the on the price. Yeah. yeah, and DC's done nothing with. Like inter, you know, really a lot of intergalactic stuff. Steppenwolf, I guess, was you know as far as Justice League, but most I mean, of, they cut most of the intergalactic. Yeah, most stuff of their from movie Justice stuff League. has been Earth stuff. So I mean, all of it. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know if he's not interacting with anyone. I mean, it would be very self-contained, you know? I, it could, uh, if... Maybe, maybe it'll be good. I mean, I this is a obviously a stretch, and there's no indication this would happen, but I think you could introduce the Lantern Corps when the Lobo movie. Oh, that's actually not a bad idea. You could even make it, like, you know, make, he's been arrested yeah. by the the Lantern Corps. Cool. Oh, that would be a good um, idea. Um and and again, you could tie it into a DC Universe character you have already established. I think of, uh, well, you got you, Superman. You got for sure have Superman. What I was, gonna, you guys remember that Justice League one where the whole Justice League is on trial? Is that in Young Justice? No, I think it's in both. One where uh, John Stewart's on trial in Justice League. Yeah. Um, and then the whole Justice League's on trial in Young Justice. Yeah. You know, galactically, Lobo could be the bounty hunter comes to Earth and gets a superhero, whether it be Superman. I mean, it's the last Kryptonian. He is an alien. Maybe there has been, you know, word throughout the universe. It's a bounty for Superman. Yep. That'd be easy. Something like that. I I think it could, you have to tie it to something that's already established. We know the Lantern Corps exists because of the one second of a Green Lantern in Justice League. And you know that. For, they can't stay away from that property forever. So I think there's potential, and I think Michael Bay is the guy. I uh, see. Now that you mention that, I have I have a screenplay in my mind for a similar where they get like, it's all like the B list Kilowog and below. Yeah, uh, exactly. Green, Green Lanterns. You don't or, do any uh, of the Earth. Guys. No, yeah, none of the Earth guys arrest him, and he's he's you know in captivity, and then maybe like an assault on Precinct Thirteen thing happens, and he has to like join forces with them to not have everybody die or he escapes but for some reason has to join up with the lantern corps to to achieve a common goal yep like that sounds like a great movie dear michael bay listen to better or worse than transformers exactly. we'll write the movie <laughs> Make it that does see that does Make seem like a, a, i think you'd be turned off by the name <laughs> we'd <laughs> definitely be reaching <laughs> <laughs> didn't even make the connection but yeah all right what's next man um incredibles 2 came out with a new trailer it's coming out in like Three months. Incredibles is uh, Pixar, yeah, I believe. Classic. Is it, is it a Disney Pixar or is it yeah, just a Pixar? It, I think it's a Disney I Pixar. I can't remember if it came out before Disney officially purchased Pixar or yeah. not, but it's definitely... And it's Marvel. I mean, be. it's it's the take on Fantastic Four kind of done it's right. Better, it's better yeah, than Fantastic right. Four. The best trans... Uh, I said Transform. <laughs> best Fantastic Four movie and, that has been made and probably and whoever will Whoever likes Black Panther, you know, there was Frozone before that. Samuel Jackson. Hey, there you go. Who Black I superhero, but in that movie. There's not going to be he's not the main character and yeah. but I am excited for Incredibles 2 and the trailer is fun. I especially like that they're switching it over to the mom kind of being the main character. Yep. Um Jack Jack is in the trailer a lot. I think he's going to he's going to play some part in it. Oh, for sure. He might Jack be Jack. the McGuffin McGuffin. Yeah. yeah. They're coming for. Uh, yeah. Some I bet that's you That's actually a good idea in part of that. Yeah. Well, that's that's what I was worried about cuz just just based on the trailer it kind of looks that's like what it looks simple, like. It looks like it's going to be a fight for Jack. Yeah, today. it looks like a, a similar plot if if the mom's just going to yes. be like the one coming out of retirement. So I, I don't think that works if you do the same movie but with the mom instead of the dad, but yeah. if the, fir- the first one might be one of my favorite Pixar. It's really oh, good. It's top three for yeah, me. Yeah, it's for really, sure. really good. It's I, very well done. I mean, this is kind of dumb, but I'm really excited for the soundtrack. Oh, yeah. And Michael this, Giacchino's, it's like a big band spy kind yeah, of sound. Oh, it's uh, so good. The first one is awesome. Uh, yeah. I'm excited. That yeah. dude, I mean, he's been killing it. Yeah. And that movie's at least 10 years old now, so I think animation, the animation's going to be you know, really cool, I bet. I don't know. Probably if, come really I don't far. know if it needs to get better. I mean, yeah, no, it's well. Yeah, so, I, mean, I thought what it was fine. They, I, Brad Bird, I like. You know, he, he did yep. the best Mission Impossible. Mm-hmm. I like Tomorrowland. I like a lot Tomorrowland of people too. don't. Yeah. I like Tomorrowland too. I didn't. I didn't really get the let's, hate. Let's yeah. have a separate podcast where we yeah. all talk about yeah. why. Why? But, um, but yeah, I think Tomorrowland's better than people think it is. And I heard this movie takes place right after the first one ends. I think that's a good call too. Yeah, so I think that's going to be. Cool. It feels a little weird as a moviegoer who saw yeah. it then yeah. in theaters and seeing it now. But if you probably put them back to back, it's you know. 
Especially okay. because... So yeah, definitely watch the first one, guys, if you're going to watch The Incredibles 2, you know, this summer. Yeah. You got to have a refresher. Because, like you said, I mean, we were yeah. teenagers when yeah. the first one came out. I'm so. a big believer in refreshers. Like, when the new Marvel movies come out, I'll watch, like, preceding Marvel movies. Yeah, but you got 23 Marvel movies. Not, so no, not all of them. Like, I stick to, like, the Captain Americas or, like, the ones that tie uh, in directly. Like, the, I good the good ones. <laughs> the, only, the only one I watched was Civil War for Black Panther, because at least he's in that movie. Yeah, and yeah. you didn't even watch it, because the first 10 minutes of Black Panther recap Civil War for you. That scene's really cool in the airport, but another day. Yeah. Um, Ready Player One, a uh, new trailer. I don't know if you guys are Steven Spielberg's directing it. It's based on a book yep. that's about a dystopian future where they've invented this virtual reality world, and I guess everyone's basically entering the Matrix, so to speak. Kind yeah. of. Yeah. Kind of. That's, yeah, but that's willingly. Fair. Willingly, and they can get out. You right. know what I mean? And, and um, this kid, somehow, it looks very young teen kind of to me. Oh, it, young it, adult. It, I mean, yeah, that's, uh, yeah. that's what the novel is, the, yeah. Yeah, that's what the book is. Yeah, too. it's very young. I haven't read the book, so I don't know if either of you have read we the book. Both we have. both have. Okay, so you guys can speak on it better than I could. Yeah, I thought that while you were explaining it, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I kind of like the outsider <laughs> yeah. perspective. Yeah, no, that was fun, too. The Matrix comparison is good. I hadn't thought about it like that, but... Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm a big fan of the book. I really enjoy it. I enjoy it. All the, the things the book references are things I already like. Like, mm-hmm. I, the book is big on classic video games. I love classic video games. The book is big on classic movies like Back to the Future and Ghostbusters. You know, those are, those are two of my favorite series ever. Um, while I've never played d and I've always been open to the idea of it. It's stuff like that. So it, it, it's, it, it definitely kind of like checks all the boxes for me. The trailer, this new trailer, and probably the one before have made me a little nervous because it 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 looks like it's inserting a plot point that's not really in the books this whole idea of there being like a resistance against this evil conglomerate that's trying to take over the o- oasis um and that's i not that i'm don't think it can work it's that it's since it's just yeah. me being a book reader where i'm like uh that's you know that's not that's not what the book is but if the movie works that way and it certainly works better then uh, i'll be on board but Joseph, what do you think? Well, no, I mean, like, I I don't have the same amount of affection for the book that you did. I yeah. I liked it, but it doesn't, you know, it doesn't stick with me. So I don't feel as attached to the specific letter of how it was laid out in the book. That said, uh, yeah, I, don't, I, I know you're, uh, can we reference the fact that, that it's, it seems like they're doing more real world stuff. Yeah, than, sure, than the Because yeah. the book, almost everything happens in the virtual reality world. And it seems like they're yeah. trying to incorporate There's, more real world activity, which, as you mentioned, is probably cheaper, but I'm not sure how it, how the it real works. The real world seems boring to me. Yeah, like, exactly. You know, why would you want to, uh, Ready Player One, I want to be in the Oasis, which is what the virtual reality world is, I guess, called in the book. There, there are two reasons why I think they did that. Number one, it's cheaper as a film yes um but number spielberg could get a budget though you know but number two uh think about how many people you have to pay to have the license to be in that movie yeah like if if i don't, I don't know who's making it but it you know hypothetically if it was well it's probably dreamworks right i mean spielberg's i think he jumped studios uh we okay can, well we look i'm not sure i can look it up though while you nah. explain but it's not important it's but not hypothetically important. say if it was you know 20th century fox yeah, sure. They could use Star Wars and you know other stuff that 20th Century Fox owns. But if you start branching out, like for example, the Iron Giant, the Iron Giant definitely right was a DreamWorks film. I think so. And then I know Deathstroke's in there as well as WB property. Yeah, exactly. So those are things that aren't in the book. And I'm I'm totally excited to see the Iron Giant, mm-hmm. you know, in in that format. But I think that's another reason why you probably spend less time in the Oasis is they have to. We have to cram in less 
references. Which would be a real bummer because the the mech suits are one of my favorite oh, they're so parts cool. of it. So they're I hope so I hope cool. we get all of them. Like, yeah. or not all of them, but you know, multiple different ones from different places. But I at least want a Gundam wing. They're fucking better be. Yeah. All right. What's next? Next we have we want to talk about the Black Panther opening. It's making all the goddamn all money. All the monies. Yeah, it's making it's making a lot of money. It's doing very well. Um, it made the most behind Force Awakens opening weekend, somewhere north of two hundred million dollars. I don't know this exact number. I don't know if you guys do. I do not. I don't. And I know that it broke the most movie by Marvel, most money by Marvel movie on a Monday and a Tuesday domestic. I'm talking just domestic. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's going to go over a hundred million week two this weekend. It's projecting, which is pretty crazy. Uh, my background, you know, I work at a movie theater. You know, I, I kind of have my perspective formed from that, and the crowds have been all different. You know, it's, they've been very excited. It's a good movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. It's hitting, you know, it hits everyone because it's it's very well done and mm-hmm. it's bringing in new crowds. And I have to imagine that there, you know, word of mouth has been good. There's probably a lot of repeat things. I mean, I'm going to go back and see. Yeah, it I'm again. definitely going to go back. Yeah, and see yeah. It. So I mean, it, it's, you know, I may go back today. And that's what I'm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It definitely has rewatchability. The one thing about Black Panther we didn't talk about that I I definitely want to hit on today, especially because we saw the DBZ panel, mm-hmm. is um, Michael B. Jordan, a big anime fan. Oh, yes. Thank you. I'm glad uh, you brought that up. His armor he wears is directly pulled from Dragon Ball Z. Like, it is yeah. Saiyan armor. He looks like Vegeta strolling up 100% in there. 100% looks like Vegeta. I did not make the connection the first time. Gets me so pumped. Like now it's so great. It's awesome. Don't ever tell me a Dragon Ball Z movie can't actually work because you like it's just close enough to where you see it and you're like, oh, I'm an idiot. I didn't catch that the first time. But then also, it's just different enough to where it seems applicable in the real world. Like look wise. Yeah. Um, of course, he's not rocking yellow hair and stuff like that. But you you don't need that. I, I it just got me excited. It's it's, it's an awesome reference, and I, honestly, it's an awesome costume. Like, it, yeah. it looks badass. It does. Dude looks like he can kill yeah, a bunch he, of people. He's he's a physical presence in that movie. He's, he's the more huge. I think about it, the more I really really like that movie. It yeah. sits well with me. I would stand by what I said. It's my favorite Marvel Marvel movie. It's the first one in a long time. It's the first movie I've watched in a long time where I walked out of the theater and I immediately wanted to walk back in. Yeah. Yeah. Like Last Jedi, I needed to think about that for a few days. But to, to think about it, even if you liked it. Yeah, I didn't even know if I enjoyed it. Um, if you follow me on Facebook, you probably would have saw that I said, I think it's better than Transformers. Mm. Like, I wasn't even confident of that. But Black Panther, as soon as I walked out, I was like, yeah, that was a good time at the movies. I want to do this again. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, so that's pretty much it. Is there anything else you guys want to say on Black Panther? Nope. We were good. Um, the next kind of rumor we got is, is regarding it. Jessica Chastain looks like she's in talks to do it too, um, which is supposed to come out next September, I think. So pretty quick. So I guess they're going to really start ramping up Caspit. I mean, she was she was kind of the fan choice. Yeah, I don't have much to say. She's the perfect. But yeah, yeah. I mean, who who else would you get? Yeah, she's worked with that director before. Andy Mas, I don't know. Andy Muschietti, but she did Mama with Mama. Mama. Yeah. Mm. So they've worked together before. So I think that that horror sense. classic, yeah. <laughs> I don't it was either Mama. It, was, it was either her or Bryce Dallas Howard. Those are our two redhead options. One hundred percent. Well, Emma, Emma, nah, no, not Emma. Emma. That's not gonna work. Emma Stone, yeah, Emma Stone, yeah, not her. And then there's the one from Mad Men. I don't remember her name. But. Christina. Oh yeah, yeah. She was in Firefly. That's yeah. what I know her from. I didn't Christina watch Mad something. Men. Mad Men's good. Okay, keep going. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I think. Uh, th- that movie hopefully will be good. I really like the first one. It's scary. They announced there's gonna be 14 deleted scenes in the Last Jedi, so hopefully there's some some new stuff or some different stuff. 
I'm really cu- I don't even know like I don't know, know what, what you could, could add. Be, yeah. I don't know what you could subtract, you know. I mean, I hope I, I honestly hope there's a lot more like Luke and stuff on uh uh, I don't know where you guys fall in last Jedi. I know, I know you talked about it a little bit. I know where you know like you referenced, you know what you first thought, but I don't know where you fall now. I, That's a time for another podcast. It yeah. is time. Uh, I, I like the last Jedi. I am one of its defenders. On the the more I sat on it, the more I thought about it. Number one, I thought about it a lot, so that told me, okay, this movie affected me in some way. So it has to be somewhat well made. I'm not sure if that's accurate. Okay, well we can disagree there. But, okay. Uh, two, after a second viewing, I. I I did enjoy it a lot. The parts I didn't enjoy the first time, I enjoyed a lot more. What's interesting to me about there being so many deleted scenes is I would have taken more stuff out of the yeah. movie. Yeah. yeah. No, so, I think that's a, it's, it's already like two and a half hours long. Yeah. I can't see and it, it felt like it. I, I really enjoyed yeah. that movie. Just I do think the, the Finn and Rose stuff, that could that's the only thing. That probably could have. Again, like... I, Everything I, else I like a lot. Though. Yeah. The, I don't know why I get so much hate. The, the only things I feel like I'd... I, I, if, off so the top different. of my head, I, I don't really want any more of the stupid the desert planet thing. Yeah, um, I don't. I definitely don't want any more Finn and Rose or anything on on the Star Destroyer. I'd be okay with with more Luke and the Octu and the whole that whole training that was cool. aspect. That was cool. Um, and you know, the only other thing that really pops for me is is like the Adam Driver. Um, what's what's the girl's name? I mean, it's Ray. I can't think of the actress. Daisy Ridley. Daisy, yeah, the, the Adam Driver, Driver, yeah. Daisy Ridley dynamic. I, mean, that, I think their scenes together are the best scenes. They're the, the best movie. scenes the, in the movie. I, that yeah. scene where they take out the uh, planetor- planetorium guards, I think it's how you Praetorian. Yeah, yeah, Praetorian. Th- that that's a really cool scene. That is yeah, a cool that scene. whole that whole Snoke scene with them, and they take they fight yeah. the Praetorian guards, that's, and then that's they the rip the, of the movie. They rip the lightsaber in half. That is yeah. that is one of the best scenes in any Star Wars movie. Yeah, that's, it really is. That's what's hard for me about the Last Jedi is it has moments that I think are are. Or yeah. up there, like they they rank so I love well. When Luke but... gets that green milk. <laughs> yeah, that seems pretty funny. Chugs it. <laughs> See, <laughs> I, 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 with I, no shame, and he's like, "Yeah, this is what I do." This is why we gotta save it for another podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, wait, let's let's do a whole thing on this. We all have a lot yeah. more thoughts on this. But yeah, guys, so yeah, fourteen deleted scenes. I'm definitely gonna buy it. I collect all the Star Wars. Next okay. and last thing we got is the rumor is Danny Boyle is gonna direct Bond twenty five. Yeah. So I hear the hiccup there is that he wants to write it. He wants to rewrite the whole movie. And they already have a script already from the guys who wrote Skyfall and Spectre, um, which I like both of those. I mean, I think Skyfall is top three James Bond movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Spectre is not great, but it's it's still better than just about anything Pierce Brosnan did besides Goldeneye. I'm all about Danny Boyle doing it. I'm absolutely, uh, I, I feel like the, uh, one of the strengths of the Bond franchise has been adapting over time. Mm-hmm. And I think the, the age of, I mean, the age of the, the uh, Daniel Craig Bond is over. And so just... You know he's going to be in this one. Yeah, no, I understand. I, and I don't necessarily mean just like Daniel Craig, but I just mean like the kind of movies that he was a part of. The mm-hmm. the, the Gritty, realistic. Yeah. Like, Jason Bourne, James Bond. Correct. Yeah, I mean, that, that's exactly and what so, And so I say, you know, at this point, now that I feel like we've, we've got, I feel like Spectre was a fatigue point. People went and saw mm-hmm. that because they felt like they had to, and it's it's an okay movie. Yeah. Like, take it in a new direction. Yeah, so I, I, think he's, I think that's a great... I would prefer to see a new Bond with that, though. Yeah. I mean, I would, too. But, you know, I guess we're stuck with Daniel Craig. And to be fair, he's not happy about it, either. Yeah. Well, he's making, like, $25 million from this movie. Oh, so. he's, he's grumpy as shit about it. Yeah. I love the opening scene, Inspector, that the Mexico Day of the Dead scene. I like that scene, too. Yeah, that is a cool it scene. It starts out really cool. But, yeah, I think I wanted... They, Chris Nolan, he's interested in doing it, but he wants to do a new Bond. He wants to reboot it entirely. So was, He'd make it Tom Hardy. He was he was yeah, the one who for sure be he was in the rumor. Danny Boyle. Or I don't know what Killian Murphy. What has Danny Boyle done? You know that gives him. We think he would do well with that. 
everything. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, action movies. You Daniel, know? I know he's done Train Spotting. I know he's done Train Spotting too. I don't know what else he's done. I mean, he did Twenty Eight Days Later. He did uh, Slumdog Millionaire. He's just like he's a very diverse director. He seems to be able yeah, to do. I just I don't know if I see that, but I mean, I'm sure he could do it. I know that who was the guy who did American Beauty? He did great. Sam Mendes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Did he do? I didn't know he did American Beauty. Oh, I love American Beauty. That that but, movie does not age well. American no, Beauty. I, I I well, especially now. Well, that, that's that's speci- that. yeah. that's specifically what <laughs> yeah, I mean. I haven't uh, seen it since then. The thing about Danny Boyle that makes me excited is he made one of the best science fiction movies ever made that no one saw, which was Sunshine. That movie is great. Um, and I yeah, his track record is good. It is. Um. I can understand that maybe it's not for everyone. I didn't see Train Spotting two, but I heard it was horrible. Yeah, but as a sequel, that I'm no not. One fa- needed, I, I, yeah, I'm not familiar with his work as much. I haven't seen Slumdog Millionaire. Slumdog Millionaire, seen it's Sunshine. good. Yeah. I, Sunshine know. is. I haven't uh, seen Twenty Eight Days Later. Oh, you need to see Twenty Eight Days yeah. Later. Yeah. They're both great movies. In my so opinion. I, yeah, I, I can't speak on them as much. Sunshine's solid, but it's not my favorite. Uh, but I, I really. I, th- I think it's. Movie. I think it's a good sci-fi movie. Yeah, I really enjoy that. Uh, uh, Danny Boy also did The Beach, mm-hmm. which takes us to. Yeah, so, and the other yeah. rumor is the Alex Garland, the director of Annihilation, mm-hmm. is who wrote The Beach. Yeah. Um, he's saying that that's going to get remade into another movie. Have you guys seen The Beach? No. I have. Oh, yeah. yeah? Is that the one with, this is where, that's like, Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. And there's, like, the shark and the reef. And yeah, he, and they swim to the Aseka yep. Cove where they're selling, yep. like, drugs, and, and they're mm-hmm. living, like, off the grid. Yeah, I really like that movie. I think it's, it's one of my, it's my one. older brother introduced me to it, and I don't know, I, I think that's a really... It's kind of weird. It, it def- is weird. It's it def- not perfect. It definitely has a Danny Boyle flair to it yeah. in that there is some... There's just... It's almost like um. Leo's young in that movie. He too. is, man. Yeah. Uh, some weird stuff like... I don't even know how to describe it. Like psychology-wise, like mentally, he's not okay in it. Yeah. I personally never really understood why he was the way he was in that film. He's kind of obsessive and... There's some weird shots in it, but I mean, it is. The movie gets weird. It's it's an odd one, but it was yeah. like the late '90s when we had like Vanilla Sky and stuff, so it was a oh. weird time for movies. <laughs> but um, but yeah, that's and that's all we kind of got for the news today. I, I actually uh, the one couple third the couple things that I, I picked up during the week is for nerd news anyway. Uh, McDonald's is is re releasing the Szechuan sauce Ooh. made famous by uh, Rick and Morty. By, Rick and Morty. Yeah, <laughs> Rick and Morty season three. Yep. <laughs> Um, they, they tried to do a release a couple months ago to capitalize on, uh, yep. Yeah. And they, uh, and obnoxious Rick and Morty fans, like, an, an, cause they yeah. sent like six sauces. Yeah. They <laughs> only, they YouTube, only sent like two YouTube it, guys. <laughs> oh geez. Yeah. It's only like, it's only like they sent out 200 sauces to like four stores yeah. and fans riot. There's People, one YouTube video where the guy gets on the counter, counter yeah. and, they, and he's like, we want to dress him. So it has that. I mean, I'm sure that that really occurred. But he was totally just yeah, eating that 100%. up. Yeah, I mean it's a funny video. <laughs> it kind of pissed me off. I would I mean, never, I, I would never want to work at McDonald's. <laughs> no, I would one would oh, never yeah, want to no. work at McDonald's. But two, I got, I, I kind of got mad at Rick and Morty, honest about yeah. the whole thing. It just well, the whole thing but, I, I, is that episode where you find out the whole reason he does everything is just so he can get the sauce. Like there's no, well, big, yeah, that, that's, there's that's no, the big, like, he really does it for no, like everything yeah. he does. And, and Rick and Morty's a cartoon where it's a else? show. That's what it is. Yeah, no, it's very Family Guy and. No, it's, it's, it's way, way more adult. Than, yeah, but it's, <laughs> it's way more adult. It's also way it's, better. It's yeah. better. It's way better. Yeah. But it's um, that kind of car, like a uh, animation. Yeah, it's it's yeah. It's, it's adult yeah, animation. It's adult. Um, and the only other thing I wanted to talk about, just because I was just because I was surprised, about, I was a little disappointed in the early news that uh, Mute, the new film by Duncan Jones, who directed one of my favorite sci-fi <laughs> movies, Moon, Moon <laughs> of the of uh, you know the the new millennium. 
Uh, he did that. He also did Source Code, and he also did oh, Warcraft. He he don't leave out Warcraft. He did he did Warcraft. <laughs> I never saw Warcraft. I liked Warcraft. Um, and, I, mean, I enough, saw my uh, my wife liked Warcraft. I the, saw a little bit we watched, and <laughs> <laughs> I should add we didn't finish. I it. remember the Warcraft CGI actors being way better than human actors. Uh, that's probably true. <laughs> yeah, that is definitely true. Actually. I am upset about Dun- uh, that movie not doing well because I like Duncan Jones as well. I also, I, I, like, I like him. I, I was just kind of hoping that this was going to be another good sci-fi movie mm-hmm. and I'm just, I'm sad to hear that and I'm going to, I'm going to see it anyway, but to be fair, they cast Alexander Skarsgård as the lead it's, and that dude is a goddamn living mannequin. You can't, the, uh, we talked about this before we started recording and the dude is just not the actor you put in a role where the character doesn't speak. Right. I don't think Alexander Skarsgård is a bad actor. I think he's been in. He, I think he's been okay in in some things. I mean, I watched you know, the first few seasons of True Blood and stuff Tarzan. like that. I uh, didn't see his Tarzan <laughs> movie. Um, he's fine, but the um, he's got the requisite six pack. Christoph yeah. Waltz is the bad guy. I kind of like that movie. Okay, <laughs> I I have no interest in saying it. Margot Robbie. Um, yeah. um, he's just I just can't get on board with him being the guy that's like I'm gonna act completely. No, yeah, he with my eyes. Yeah, well. no, I'm, I'm, yeah. Paul he's like, Rudd's he's like a model. Paul, yeah, Paul Rudd is a make Paul Rudd express with his face. I, I don't feel know. like he could do it. I I agree. I think he could do it. He's the most affable man on the planet. Yeah, everyone likes Paul Rudd. Um, but yeah, I think that's all we have for the news. Do we cool. want to move into Oscar stuff? Yeah. All right, cool beans. So we're going to do a little Oscar recap. Just kind of talk about the main categories. I mean, I hope we defined, I hope we all defined main categories the same way. Some of the nominees, who we think is going to win, who we think should have won, and then kind of our own categories that we just made up. And and here's our realistic caveat. We haven't seen most of these movies. <laughs> For like, sure. Like, to be fair, probably most of everyone else in the country. Oscar movies are the hardest movies to see. And, and yeah, oh God, I don't want to fucking talk about this okay. just because it's, it drives they me are, crazy. They are really the hardest. So, so here's the thing. Award, You're to blame, Ian. The production companies don't care about awards. They don't care about who's the best film. They don't care about that. The reason you go to award shows, the reason you want to get nominated for award shows is because if you win an award, you can put it on a thing to sell more DVDs or to put more butts in uh, chairs to watch yeah, the movie. Yeah, for sure. That's the point of winning. That's why these production companies put in effort to get nominated in these award shows and win these award shows. So if the point is to get me to watch the fucking movie, make it easier for me to watch the fucking movie. <laughs> I'm not going to pay 15 to 20 fucking dollars to watch a goddamn movie about like an early 20th century dressmaker that I'm never going to fucking watch again. Yeah. Put it on a goddamn streaming service. Make it... I, I don't care if the streaming service is more expensive. Put all the Oscar movies on one streaming service for two months and I'll fucking watch them. I'll pay for it. I'll watch them, but I'm not paying 20 bucks the, uh, each for each DVD. The reason why that will never happen is... And th- this happened, I think, this year at Sundance where they let Netflix movies in uh-huh. and... People were so offended. Were they? Like, like they, they, this would be like the one year where streaming service movies are allowed. Because right. going forward, they're like, nope, not going to do it. They, it's just, it's viewed lesser yeah. than the whole presence of going to the theater. But you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, I'm sh- I understand why this works. I mean, Ian, you talked about you working in a movie theater. We all have worked in a movie theater. Um, you know why you're not putting was it devil's thread or whatever the yeah whatever it is phantom, phantom, thread. phantom thread you're not putting phantom thread at seven o'clock in your biggest theater you're not gonna do it you're not gonna make any money but does that mean i have to go to i mean we saw what was the one that you and i went to over here on nine mile whiplash whiplash we had to go to the crappiest theater in town in the middle of the day to go see that movie and it was great it was great but it's not convenient and I, this is not a deterrent against oscar movies but they're not movies that sell 
they're just, they just they doesn't have they don't have huge audiences. They're for film snobs, and that's not a bad thing. No, like, but make it more convenient for the film snob to fucking for watch sure. it. No, I agree. will. I will pay for it, but I will not buy it. <laughs> I'm not going to buy each and every fucking movie. I don't know. I'll rent I, them. I could watch them all for free and. I haven't seen any of them. Well, oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I will preface. They're hard to get into no matter what. If Phantom Thread was sitting on your fucking counter right now. No, man. I, I mean, I, I can, love Daniel Day-Lewis. So I, I do too. Oh, that, that's I mean, a bad example. But I mean, like, I, <laughs> yeah. I really want to, I still want to see, really want to see uh, uh, Three Billboards. I really want to see Shape of Water. I still really want to see Lady Bird. And I mean, like, I, I actively really want to yeah. watch these movies, but it's fucking hard to get them. Yeah. And I don't like that. It's upsetting. So that whole rant, simply to say... We haven't seen these movies. We're just going to give you our best prediction on what's actually going to happen. <laughs> Correct. Um, which one do we want to start with? I wrote down uh, supporting actress, supporting actor, leading actress, leading actor, and best picture. We should do best picture, best director. I didn't do best director. Oh, God. It's fine. It's fine. I'll BS my way through it. I hadn't seen the movies anyway. That's fair. Oh, I did write best director. Never mind. I did. It seems that. like you would have. Yeah. I didn't do screenwriter because I didn't care. I'm going to go Jordan Peele for Get Out. All right, fair enough. For best director? Nope. That's what I'm for screenwriter. All right, so what do you want to start with? Best picture? Sure. All right, who wants to go first? Those goes. I've already forgotten what... Somebody's got to read off the actual nominees. <laughs> I got right. it. Um, so there's nine. Shape of Water, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Phantom Thread, Three Billboards Outside of Missouri, Get Out, The Post, Call Me By Your Name, and Lady Bird. What's your pick? Most of those, yeah, I, would, I couldn't even explain you because, like, you guys have said, I haven't seen it. I, I won't. Get, I think Get Out's gonna win. I disagree. I disagree as well. I think, I think it's yeah. I think the you know it's kind of trendy right now to you know that movie has been well received and a horror movie's never won and you know diversity's a good thing. One horror movie's never won. It's not gonna win this year. Yeah. Two, the Oscars have a history of not being diverse, and while I agree with you. It's about time they should be, and they've been called out for it. I don't think this is the year they start. Um, I also don't think Get Out was the best picture of the year. I think Get Out is really good. I think it's surprising how good it was, uh, you know, especially from coming from a guy who's traditionally a comedy, you know, writer and actor. Um, but I think who wins, what wins this year is surprising. I think it's going to be Dunkirk, and the reason why I think I say that is. You guys remember when Ian McKellen won Best Supporting Actor for Gandalf mm-hmm. for Return of the King? He'd been nominated every year mm-hmm. up until that point. And it was just basically, oh, by the way, you're a great actor. You've been a great actor over these three movies. We're finally going to give you this. Yeah. I kind of feel like Christopher Nolan is in line for that. And, it, and I think Dunkirk is his most it, well-received movie since probably The Dark Knight. See, I think it's his weakest Really? Not movie. even Inception? I mean, yeah, I think it's his weakest movie. To, to, I think you're right. It could go that way. Like, they gave it to uh, Morton Scorsese on, what was that, Departed? You yeah. know, and I, I that was Departed's not... great movie. I do, too. And that wasn't his strongest film, though, I don't think. You know? Yeah. He's done better stuff. But I, I think it could be that. You're right. They get nominated a bunch. Leo got it for The Revenant when he's probably done better roles. Yeah, I think Wolf of Wall Street, yeah. he should have won. So, I mean, I, I think that's possible. I, I think, you know, you're right. It would be, I would want Get Out to win, but you're right. That's probably a really good chance. Dunkirk is really choppy to me. I didn't like that movie. Oh, I see. I really liked it. I like the... It's very, like, jumps a lot, and it's hard to... It's very realistic, but it's hard to hear Tom Hardy a lot in it for me. There's a history of that in Christopher Nolan. There is. Yeah. There's also yeah. there's also a history of, of you know, you and say it's choppy, but I mean, yeah. it's all the time jumps. That's, yeah. That's He's, what that's all about. But yeah, I, I just found that movie very disjointed. I didn't I didn't enjoy it. 
I, I mean, I, I thought about that. I also thought about kind of like a, a body of work Oscar mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for uh, for Christopher Nolan. Uh, I still think Lady Bird and the Three Billboards are are strong candidates. Yeah. Um, I don't think Get Out's going to win. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I went and, and and my my curveball dark horse because I Oscar. I mean the the voters for this are the same as us. They don't watch all these things. Mm-hmm. Just from what I understand about like how it's been received from people that I, I know, uh, Call Me By Your Name is supposed to be really good, and it seems to hit the right buttons for the Oscars, but I'm not sure that enough Oscar voters would have seen it to vote for it. Yeah. Um, That's an Army Hammer movie, right? Yeah. I, I didn't see Call Me By Your Name, but I heard the same thing. I, I, I was shocked that Army Hammer didn't get nominated. Mm-hmm. For yeah. it, but uh, yeah, I, I didn't see it. So, but I hear so, yeah, it was good. I say, I say, Lady Bird or Three Billboards. For yeah. what it's worth, I, I, I definitely on, can see Three Billboards. Mm-hmm. It, I hear it's good. I went on Golden Derby, and the experts, the odds are Shape Water. That's surprising. That's the highest yeah. odds. Number two is Three Billboards. Number three is Get Out, yeah. and that's based on Golden, which is like factors in award winnings. Right. Previous, like you know, but who knows? I think going from Best Picture, probably Best Director is the next. Sure, yeah. that Best Director sounds good. Uh, I will, on that note, and the reason why I, I think it's a good transition is because I actually do think Guillermo del Toro wins. That was my best pick. That was my I pick think that's too. possible, yeah. Um, yeah. I think Shape of Water tries the most. Is I feel like that would be a hard things? concept to get across unless you directed it well. Yeah. Like, you you know, know, a love of like a woman. And Shape of Water, I guess, is about a woman and like a sea monster kind and of? Abe Sapien yeah. essentially yeah, Abe yeah. Sapien that's how, that's how I describe it <laughs> falling in love and it's supposed to be like Beauty and the Beast two like. weeks in a row now Hellboy's popped up on this part <laughs> that's true <it's laughs> uh, he kind of is another one of those culmination of work mm-hmm. Oscars this probably is the pinnacle of his career agreed but Pan's Labyrinth that's, that is an Academy Award winning movie like, absolutely that, that movie is incredible did it not win an Academy Award no I did but I don't think he won no, yeah, no, that's fair. The I think it won foreign picture. Yeah, I think so too. He's had some. He's, he's been hit or miss. My, I mean, he's close know, to my but, heart with Pacific Rim. Yeah, I, I love that movie very, very much. What's the one about the house with Tom Hiddleston? Crimson Peak. Yes. That movie's bad, it's not man. Good. It's not good. Um, he loves films of Charlie Hunnam. He also loves abandoning projects. Yeah, which he's done a ton, uh, so yeah. much. Um, so you know, I, I'd like to see him win. I, I think it would be good for him and good for the Academy. But who knows? Yeah. Do we want to do actor? Actor in a leading role? Wait, who's yeah, I think we all agree. I think, or what, what, do you, what do you think of director? Yeah. Oh, director. I'm sorry. I already forgot. Uh, it could it could go to Jordan Peele just because they're not I would gonna love to see it. it. But I also think you, what you said about the best picture with Dunkirk could go to Nolan on director right here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, he the, could the, win on, yeah. on a body of work right here and maybe he, one or the other. I think he probably gets one of these. Yeah, that's best fair. Best picture or best director. That's I, actually fair. I actually completely agree with that. It yeah. wouldn't surprise me if whoever wins best director is not going to win best picture. Right. Yeah. That yeah. usually happens. I don't think yeah. it's, a, it's not a dominant slam dunk year. There's not a, a you know, no. a, a, there's not a dominant movie. But yeah, any, what, what do you no. guys want to do next? You want to yeah. just start? Actor, actor in the leading role. Actor, actor's good. No. Okay. Yeah. So we, Joseph, we, you want to go first? Sure. I mean, so we all know it's going to be the same person. Yeah. Do we though? Oh, I'm interested. Okay, so it's that. got it's got uh, Timothy Chamley, whatever yep. from uh, Call Me by Your Name, Daniel Day Lewis from The Phantom Thread, Daniel Kaluuya from Get Out, Gary Oldman Darkest Hour, and Denzel Washington from Roman J is Israel Esquire. I know the 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 fan favorite is Daniel Day Lewis because he wins everything because he's that's the be- my pick because he's the best actor of all time. This is his last film, but you see, I think I think he's hitting Meryl Streep levels where people just expect him to be great, and if he's not like greater than great, yeah, then he doesn't that, get anything. And even not- if he is greater than great, they may not because they're just tired of giving him awards. I think it's Gary Oldman's year. That's part of me just wanting it to be Gary Oldman because I love him. I don't love him as a person, but I love him as an actor. Yeah, uh, he's never won, right? He's never won. He's yeah. only been nominated once. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I know. Isn't you it? want to hear why? the academy is a joke that would be why right there yep. so I'm, I'm going gary oldman that was my pick too okay gary oldman 
See? I'm I'm going Daniel Day Lewis because I'm just betting the odds here. I mean, uh, that's I, fair. The one he, I mean, yeah, it, it may be kind of a trope. The dude is the best actor, you know, alive today. And and two, it's his last film. Is this going to be the time that they not give it to him? I just, I, I just can't see it. Like, I, I hope it's Gary Oldman because, yeah, he deserves one. I don't know. Fuck him in his dramatic retirement bullshit. You don't, you don't deserve like a farewell fucking what? Oscar for nobody. Nobody says oh. that about Viggo Mortensen, who like only makes a movie like once every seven years. Like well, he didn't, like, like dramatically Vigo. announce yeah. that he's going to retire from acting but after they, this Daniel movie. Daniel Day-Lewis is in some of the best. Whatever, man. I mean, Daniel Mortensen is Aragorn, so yeah. I don't care what you say. Actually, I, th- I like him more in, um, what's the movie where he's a hitman, but he's in Witness Protection? History of oh, Violence. Oh, History of Violence. I love that. Yeah, that's, that's a great, a great movie. movie. That movie's awesome. All right, what do we got next? Actress leading in actress? a leading role? Yeah. Yeah, so Sally Hawkins for The Shape of Water, Frances McDormand in Three Billboards, Margot Robbie, I, Tanya. Uh, Cherishy Ronan, Lady Bird. Good job on Cherisha. Yep. Meryl Streep in The Post. Uh, I'm going to go, uh, I, again, I'm just going to bet odds here and just say Meryl Streep. Nope. Like, it's it's 100% Francis McDormand. Yeah. That's, I, uh, that's hard to believe. I think Francis McDormand. That's okay. Well, I mean, really, the odds are actually in the favor not of Meryl Streep because she's been nominated like 18 times and won it three times. Yeah. The other one, I, I hear Cherishy Ronan and Lady Bird. Is, I hear she is, is too. Great. Yeah, uh, but I, again, I hear I Francis McDormand it, carries agreed. that movie. I yeah, seen I mean, it, but she's she's the lead, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, all the yeah. trailers are her just like being an a hole to everybody. So supporting actor, uh, we got Willem Dafoe for the Florida Project, Woody Harrelson for Three Billboards, uh, Richard Jenkins from the Sh- the Shape of Water, Christopher Plummer for his two weeks on All <laughs> the Money in the World, and Sam Rockwell for Three Billboards. So. Two three billboards nominations. Their yeah. odds, their odds of winning something are better. <laughs> this is one's hard because I haven't seen three billboards. So when two of the actors are nominated, I know the favorite is Sam Rockwell, and I love Sam Rockwell, so I'm okay with him getting it. Sam Rockwell was definitely my choice for it because it's who I wanted, and like yeah, I'd seen that he seems to be the favorite. Um, what I think could happen is, I mean, I just feel like they could pull the total crap and be like, oh, Christopher Palmer had six weeks to make this movie, and. They better that's fucking great. not. I, so I, it wouldn't, it wouldn't shock me if that, if that's what happened. But I also hear that I, I really want to watch the Florida Project too. I hear that's like really good. Um, I think you can stream it. I think it's on Amazon. Is it on Amazon? I think so. I don't know. I'm bad at everything. Ian, what do you think? I have, I think Sam Rockwell. You know, but I haven't, I haven't really seen many of them either. But yeah. But I'd like it if you win. I really like... He's great in everything. This is. is basically our popularity contest. Who we yeah, enjoy yeah. the most. I, well, I do love Sam Rockwell a lot. We didn't say we were coming with expertise. We said we were coming with predictions. <laughs> That's true. Um, actress in a supporting role. We got Allison Janney for I, Tanya, uh, Leslie Manville for Phantom Thread, Laura Metcalf for Lady Bird, and Octavia Spencer for The Shape of Water. I also have Mary J. Blige for Mudbound, according to Variety. Did I skip that? I'm sorry. You did. I did. You're right. I This is actually a category I have seen an Academy Award nominated movie. I did see Mudbound. Uh, that is the Netflix film we were talking about earlier. And Mary J. Blige is very good in it. I did particularly didn't like the movie. It's got Jason Clark and uh, Garrett Hudlin, and they play like a family in rural Mississippi during World War II. And they, Mary J. Blige is the wife of uh, the husband. Uh, they're a black family that lives on the same property, and they uh, they, they argue and fight. I mean, it's, it, it's about the struggle and how those two families get along. But she is very good in it. I, again, I haven't seen the other one, so it's hard to say. So just because I'm watching The West Wing right now, I'm going Allison Janney. I'm also going Allison Janney, both because I love Allison Janney and because I hear she's really good, and I think she's the favorite. Yeah, yeah, I, I picked Allison. I want her to win. Yeah, CJ, CJ, <laughs> yeah, CJ. So 
Uh, we want to go any more car- uh, categories? I mean... Do we want to talk about, like, you know, if we had a choice to throw someone in to, to win it, anyone we think was better? Like, I wrote a couple down. Like, like best picture. Like, I think the best picture that, you know, I've seen, I think, Blade Runner 2049. I disagree with for that. For the year. You know, that's... that's, that's I, I, or Baby Driver. Those are the two... Like, those uh, are the Baby two Driver's actually a good choice. Baby yeah. Driver and Blade Runner were two that I think were really well the, done. The, I actually put Baby Driver down as well. Yeah. And the reason why is it reminds me of the year that Gravity won. Because Gravity is not a great movie. Mm-hmm. But it is an experience. It is an mm-hmm. experience. It, it, you know, and there was nothing else like nope. it to that point. And I think that's true for Baby Driver that's as fair. well. It's a musical without singing. And yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it just like that kind of stuff... Just, it hasn't been done. I mean, to be the fair, there, there is great. also a movie about fish fucking that also hasn't been done before. <laughs> okay, that's true, <laughs> and it it probably will win. But, uh, I, I the, like that movie. The other lot. one, and I I will die on this hill, is Andy Serkis for best actor for War of the Planet of the Apes. Um, Andy, and and again, maybe it's you know over the course of three movies, really See, nine I, movies. Yeah, uh, because he played Gollum in six, and then I don't. I mean, I'm pretty sure Gollum shows up in all three Hobbit movies. Definitely the first one. So for seven movies now, Andy Serkis has been iconic. I mean, no one does what he does as well as he does, and he then not only does he do motion capture better than everyone, he then portrays a character, in my opinion, equal of conversation. You know, the fact that he's Caesar in these movies. It's a movie about a chimpanzee, and yeah, an incredibly intelligent one. Like they're they're straight science fiction, and yet he delivers an extremely touching and heartwarming performance, and you don't even see his actual uh, yeah. face. The only thing I think that he's I love the second one a lot more than the third one. Um, he's so good in the second one, but yeah, I, I, mean, I, I think, thought he was great. I think he's the best part of the third. I, one. I think but. the third one. I, I like the second one so much. It's one of my favorite movies, and the third one was kind of a little bit of a letdown. I thought Woody Harrelson. I don't know. I watched it again recently, and you're right. He's great in that. Andy Serkis steals that movie, and yeah. you're right. I would be totally down with him getting an Oscar nomination. And I, I think that's never. I just don't see that why that hasn't happened yet. You know, they seem to have an aversion to the so, the mocap. You know, prejudice against motion cam. Yeah. Prejudice indeed. But yeah, I don't. I don't know if we want to. We, I mean, we could Edgar do, Wright for Baby Driver. Oh yeah, that's fair man, for best. Director. Oh, that's actually that's actually and, a and really I, good. And one. I said the guy Dennis Vill. I don't know. It's Villanueva. Villanueva for Blade Runner. Yeah, you know, no. I love Arrival. I love Sicario. Like. Yeah, the guy doesn't I, make bad movies. Yeah, that guy makes good movies. For actor, I put Hugh Jackman and Logan. I actually that's gonna, actually fair. I was going to go Patrick Stewart as supporting actor. Yeah, I have that for one too. Logan. And I think both of those guys. I mean, Logan is a really good movie. It is a good movie. And then for supporting actress, I got Joy from Blade Runner twenty forty nine. I think she's mm-hmm. really good. I like that sex scene where she becomes like the replicant and she's just a hologram. Like that's really good, and when she's got a really cool character, I think. I think she's kind of you know for a supporting actress who's only in it for a bit. Yeah, like I like how she interacts with him, and she get. I feel like there's more to her, but then at the end, you kind of see that right. She's just a program, and I don't know. It really made me think. I, I don't know if that's is that her performance though, or is that like the writing and the character? Yeah, I, I that I would probably go there, but I obviously the amount of time you're in a movie doesn't matter because uh, Anne Hathaway won for like fuck eight you. Minutes. I mean, you're you're right, <laughs> but it was oh it she's was, great. It was like eight of the most powerful minutes ever it makes no. me, it makes me cry like a baby every single time i watch it completely agree i'm just Not saying movie, you though. you said it was short and i'm saying that doesn't matter yeah, like we, we know it doesn't because there is precedent yeah there's precedence of just if you're so good in the limited time you have then you can win i'm not sure she's that good yeah i, I mean she did you're make right. me cry and hathaway is honestly incredible i couldn't think of a good supporting sense. actress or a good actress there's nothing really i think stood they, out co- that I I think they got year. the best ones yeah nothing really stood out for me this year um the the best actor best director and best picture are the ones 
storylines I feel like are missing. Yeah. Really, really it is kind of weird that Blade Runner 2049 kind of didn't get very much love. I love that movie. I'm not, I'm, I had feelings Ryan about Gosling's it. great in that movie. He is pretty good in it. Um, like right off the bat, you know he's a replicant, but he still gives himself some depth. You know? Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's. I don't think it's a great movie, but I think it's. I think it's Oscar caliber. I feel like it's, it's yeah. worth being nominated. Agree, yeah. All right, so we want to go in kind of like our. We we kind of came up with our own categories. Yeah, well, so uh, you know we we went through all the movies that we've never seen. So let's let's hit a couple categories of of movies through the year of 2017 that. Uh, Which that our, ca- our categories show that we watch crap movies. I just want to point that out there. We don't. Our categories are not like. We do groundbreaking. Watch crap I do watch crap movies. Yeah. That's okay though. So which one we started with? Best comic book film? Sure. Start with the best comic book film. Okay, so there were a lot to choose from because when we think comic book, we normally just think of superhero movies, but there were, you know, some other ones, uh, like um There were City of Valerian, yep. Yep. um, Atomic Blonde. Mm-hmm. Those are all comic book films. I went Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. I think it's a I think it's a really solid follow up, especially for Marvel, who has a history of making the second movies worse than the first ones, mm-hmm. like Thor: The Dark World and Iron Man Two. Um, the only I think real exception is Captain America. I, I I really enjoyed not having to introduce those characters. I, I really the best part of Guardians of the Galaxy is when the Guardians are formed and they're you know going around trying to fight Ronan. This movie picks up right away. You know, obviously we've already got the development, so it starts. The action set piece in the beginning is incredible. Probably the weakest point of the movie is I don't think Ego is a great villain, and there's no like secondary villain to kind of take that place. Like I, you can make an argument that the Ravagers mm-hmm. or even um, Elizabeth the Brecky, Elizabeth yeah. the Becky's character, but that whole storyline is just setting up for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume mm-hmm. Three. Yep. That is the one deterrent there for me. And the Ravager storyline is good in that it, its relationship with Yondu. It doesn't really have much bearing on really what's going on with Peter and the rest. But I, I really, to me, I guess I kind of had somewhat low expectations for it. And I was really well pleased. That's fair. You know, it's speaking of, of breaking it down, the different storylines. I Whenever I think about that movie, I think about how strong uh, Michael Rooker's performance as Yondu is. Yeah, it's good, he's, man. I, I feel like he should be in more things because, you know, he, he plays, the, especially comparing his character in the first one to the character in this one. Mm-hmm. It's It feels like the same character. You just get to see him from like different facets. And That's I, true. I, yeah, yeah, and I, I I really like that. I feel like he, he adds a lot of depth and, and sympathy to that character. That Definitely I really like. relays emotions in the second one that he does not in the first one, and yet they flow like yeah. the, the character should have. Absolutely. Them, yeah, Yondo steals that movie whenever he's on screen. I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of he's great really moments in, in that movie. Yeah, um, I agree with what you said. I think Kurt Russell a little weaker for the villain. Yeah. But other than that, it's great. Um, for me, I love Thor two. I love Guardians, but Spider Man Thor three. Oh, sorry, you're right. Thor three. Who fucking yeah, cares? Yeah. Who saw the first two? <laughs> um, Spider Man for me, we 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 briefly touched on it last week, yeah. but I mean, it's it's a perfect Spider Man film. It it covers everything that's great about the character, everything that people love about the character, and uh, I just had a really fun time with it. I had a fun time with it the first time I watched it again a couple weeks ago. I had a super fun time with it again. It's just it was it was a great time, and I I, I don't know that I think that's a good enough metric. Yeah, for me. the stand out of that movie fun. is Vulture. I think he's a great villain. Oh, he's great. You know, yeah, Michael and, Keaton kills that yeah, part. He's really, really good. The best good. part, man, is like when they're in the car and he's oh, just like holding God. the gun yeah, right that's here. That's so good. Yeah. yeah, he's great. That that It is a great movie. It is. Yeah, you can tell he's a bad guy, but you can kind of get his point of view. You, you, you know what I mean? Yeah, yep. you understand where he's coming from, which is which is cool. Uh, what, and I, I'm completely different than you guys. My favorite Mar- movie, and, and it was a different Marvel movie, was, was Thor Ragnarok. And I just love that kind of humor. 
that that's was, fair. That was all about like the office kind of humor, like situational comedy and like sarcastic. You know what I mean? And I'm kind of surprised because you say you don't like a lot of humor in that movie. And that movie is, yeah, I would lot, say, it's I would all say, jokes. It's, but it's all my, jokes. But yeah, I love Korg, the the blue guy. I think yeah. all his, I love the Hulk jokes. You know, I think the Hulk when when Thor meets him in his bedroom and mm-hmm. he's like always so you know he's like I'm always so angry. You know, I think yeah. they're. It got it definitely. I, I guess I got the humor, you know. So mm-hmm. well, I guess we didn't then. Yeah, yeah. you guys were against Thor Ragnarok. No, no, I, no, no I loved it. I, that's, that's the thing. I'm not. I don't think either of you two guys are wrong. Yeah, I, I can. I can 100 percent get. It was there. definitely a strong yeah. year for comic book. Movies, yeah, and and none, none of us even brought up Logan, which is also an exceptional. Yeah, comic Logan book is movie. a great movie. Yeah. Uh, I there there the the weaker ones like and, and I think we should go to see which ones we think are the worst but I, I have two my least favorite was the Lego Batman movie I was really disappointed and I realized it's not a direct adaptation of a comic book but it's it's filled with so many comic references mm-hmm. in it um, I just found it to be incredibly weak and that's I mean, and that's the amazing for for a thing that has so many references that appeal to like you know the deep cut I mean mm-hmm. deeper cuts than I know um, for it to I don't know it, it is because it just feels so vapid it feels very empty yeah um the you know there there's no like there's no soul or heart to the movie and i feel like that really i mean it, it i barely remember that i saw it this year yeah is the my other two, one would be valerian there was a lot about valerian like going into it i wasn't excited mm-hmm. about but i was i was looking forward to i would what i thought was gonna be more of a fifth element feel there's a there is things about valerian i think are good and i i think some of the special effects are really good i think the alien creatures the the whole concept of valerian itself could make a great movie um but i just i they cast the worst two leads ever and it really drags What's the that, movie luke bresson yeah luke bresson yeah yeah he's not i'm not a fan what's what's the girl's name cara 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 delavine yeah, yeah look i mean she's not it's, a great actress but she's she's, she's very attractive part, the worst part of suicide squad which is saying something yeah is yes. she though i think oh, she is yes yeah 100 yeah. i mean her, her she's a stinky, but it's not just her about it's right, the she's writing stinky kid right the <laughs> that's what her character i was still kind of into her it's just i don't know yeah. if that what that says about me but it's fine yeah, i can't i can't on board and right. then, then the worst harry osborne yeah, I can't remember his name. Dane DeHaan. Dane DeHaan. Yeah, he's he's, you know, Dane DeHaan had one good movie. He wanted to be Leonardo DiCaprio so bad. Well, no, hang on. He has two. He's <laughs> like actually young, he's good in uh, Place, he's Place Beyond the Place Pines, Beyond right? The Pines. No, he's not good in that. He's I, good in that. I don't think Place Beyond is a good movie. It's not. Place Beyond the Pines. Oh. Uh, uh, the, what's the one where they're the, the... It's got Tom Hardy in it, and they make Moonshine. In the moonshine. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's like, well, yeah, he's, he's got a bit part in yeah, that. Yeah, he's not he's big, in but that. he's fine. In Lawless. That. Lawless. Yeah, yeah. that was a great movie. I like that movie. I like that movie a lot. That, that's yeah. a movie that's been forgotten with time and yeah. shouldn't be. Yeah. Jason Clark. Jason Clark. Yeah. yeah, and Tom Hardy. And Shia LaBeouf doesn't ruin it. Yeah, no, yeah. he doesn't. He tries. He doesn't. But... Guy Pierce <laughs> is so hateable in that movie. Yeah. I mean, he's just God, absolutely despicable. I love Guy Pierce. I love him. He's awesome. Yeah. Do you guys have a movie you think was the worst comic book movie? Well, I, you know, I, it's funny because I was probably going to go for something different, but in talking about it and in remembering the Lego Batman movie, I think that's what I'm going to go for because yeah. Valerian would have been probably been my second one. Yeah. But you're right. There are like things that I liked about that. I remember things about that movie and I feel like it had potential that just wasn't realized. Yep. Whereas the Lego Batman was like aggressively nothing on something that I really love. And I just think that's... that's it hurt. That, yeah, it fucking hurts. It's wrong. <laughs> They've they've done something wrong to me. Yeah, especially after the performance Will Arnett gives in the Lego movie. Yeah, like Lego the Batman in the Lego movie steals the show. Yep, and then and uh, you know I wasn't super. I was like on, on board with the idea of making a movie solely focused on him. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, it's going to be a tribute to all things Batman. And mm-hmm. So you're, you, now you're like, okay, it's the best part of the Lego movie with all these things that I love, and it just it just disappoints. Zach Galifianakis Joker is horrible too. Yeah. yeah. He's the worst part. 
I watched it. I have it. I bought it on DVD. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's not good. Well, what, what about you, Ian? What's uh, your worst? Uh, you guys comic are miss- You guys are definitely leaving out the worst one of these. Which years. one? Justice League. See, I disagree. We, we actually we saw Justice League together. Oh, uh, Justice and League. I think we have similar opinions on it. It uh, just doesn't make you feel anything. Like, it's I'm not, just see, it's I, just I just, a piece of shit, <laughs> and it had the most. It had potential to be so much more, and they've completely. It just it reeks of disappointment. It, it had enough and good- unfulfilled. <laughs> I hate the villain the most. Oh, that's the fair. villain, villain is. is like, I don't understand how the Hulk can look as good as he can look in Thor Ragnarok, and then Steppenwolf can look as bad as he can look. Because they changed three quarters of the movie six months before it came out, yeah, and like, refused to change They the spent a lot thing. of money on Henry Cavill's mustache. That's yeah. the CGI. Like, they are way behind. Whoever they're using, you know, like, the CGI is bad, the I, story's bad. I don't think the CGI is bad because they, I think they just ran out of time. I love yeah, Batman Superman to... more than that movie. Fuck you. Because yeah. we you, talked about this like three no. times today. <laughs> yeah, Batman. At least Ben Affleck's going for it in Batman Superman. And That's Justice fair. League. No, does, that is true. He's Justice given League up by Justice League. does not care at all. He's still the best part of the movie, though. <laughs> there's there's enough fun parts in Justice League that I remember it fondly, even though I know it's not a good movie. Yeah, it's not good. But there, like, there are. I, I agree. Steppenwolf is easily the worst part. Yeah, Things I enjoy. So forgettable. That are not in Batman versus Superman. One, it's under two hours. Batman for Superman, Ooh. you're pushing three. Mm-hmm. That's a huge improvement. Two, I like the Easter eggs. I enjoyed like you know that the fight scene where they're referencing Steppenwolf's history, and you get the Green Lantern, you get Ares and mm-hmm. Zeus. That's, I enjoyed all that cool stuff. Scene. That's cool. I the the scene when Superman comes back. Oh, so good. Yes, this you know his mouth looks dumb or whatever, but that is that is like I've been waiting my whole life. To see that kind, that see that moment where he's fighting the entire Justice League, and the Flash is like, "Oh, I got this," and he just turns his head and looks at him. That is great, man. Well, well, as as we've it's, talked about, it's it's either it's either brilliant self awareness on Zack Snyder's part, mm-hmm. or Zack Snyder thinking another thing was cool. But I mean, Zack Snyder has kind of pioneered the slow motion for action yep. scene over the past again, you know, like decade or, or a little bit more uh, since three hundred. And it's, I mean, it's been aggressively overused mm-hmm. since 300. But he still does it the best. I mean, he still does it the best, but to, but to see it being used everywhere else mm-hmm. and then to kind of subvert the trope, the, yep. subvert the trope that he kind of pioneered in such like an inventive and satisfying way. I was like, did he do this on purpose? I just can't imagine he did because he doesn't seem like a guy who would be that self-reflective, but you, I love it. Did you guys see this, the, that they shot Superman's return and Doomsday's reveal the exact same? That, like, if you watch those scenes side by side, Henry Cavill's mannerisms, like, when he first lands and he stands up and turns around, is, like, beat for beat doomsday in Batman versus Superman. And because it's, like, he was resurrected the the right way and the other, you know, doomsday wasn't. And I, it, it, it's a pretty cool, like, I, mean, I don't know how many he, people huh. pick up on there, it. But. See, that's the thing. There are a couple of things about that that, like, they've they've paid attention to details, but I didn't care enough about the other one to yeah. pay it. Because, like, the whole Lois is the key thing is another important uh-huh. one. <laughs> but, like, I like I didn't, I had. I got see, that the first time. No, somebody had to tell me because yeah. I didn't even pick up on it because I didn't give a fuck. Um, that's the, to me, Justice League is a weak movie. It's, it's not good. I wasn't, I had extreme, uh, you know, cause we pay attention to all that stuff. I knew it was going to be a disappointment, right? Like we knew it was going to not be good. So I had pretty low expectations and I was like, Oh, you know, that was, you know, a decent two hours of the movies. The kind of retconning Batman versus Superman. Yeah. The nightmare sequence just doesn't make sense. No. And, and, and it, it, you could have made it work by just, just showing us dark side. 
at the very end. Like when Steppenwolf comes and they, you know, gets boom tube comes and obviously he gets taken away. You know where he goes. Show me Darkseid. Make some sort of reference anyway back to the nightmare sequence. It just doesn't make any any sense no. now in Batman versus Superman. They're not making well, another one. That's the only reason they would. They we'll would, see. Yeah, but we're, we're getting way too deep in the weeds on, yeah, on Justice League. League. Most overrated movie. Most overrated movie. Um, and I, I, you, you, you go ahead with yours because I have additional thoughts. So my most overrated movie is Wonder Woman. Uh, I think there's a lot to really like about Wonder Woman. I think Gal Gadot, or I don't know how to say her name. I'm assuming Gadot. Gadot uh, is great. I think the the cast as a whole is very good. I think the problem with the movie, and and I should say, I think the reason why it's the most overrated is because people got excited about the idea of a female superhero, and that is important, and that is a good thing. But that doesn't mean we can overlook some of the bad parts of the movie, which are, and really it's two big things. The one's film, the film is too long, and two, it has a very weak villain. Uh, and even weaker now because we've had three CGI, like, gray monster villains in a row. It, it is, DC just cannot, for some reason, break that mold. Uh, I think the casting choice for the villain was really weird. Very weird. Um, the first hour and a half, I'm in. You know, the stuff in Themyscira, yeah. Uh, her coming to England, her first coming on the battlefield, all of that. But once you start to kind of figure when the group starts to break up a little bit and she becomes obsessive on it, you know, taking mm. Ares down, you start to lose me. I, I think maybe that first part is just too long and you could have emphasized that back half a little bit more, but it, it just had some big issues that a lot of people seem to ignore. Mm. What do you think, Ian? What's what's your most overrated movie for the year? I was I said Wonder Woman too. That's fair. Yeah. I I figured that would that would be a theme going through yeah, all. Yeah, and I agree that I hate the end scene. It's just too much CGI. You don't know what's going on. There there's good parts in that movie, like when she walks across No Man's Land. Mm-hmm. Like that's a cool scene. But the action's middling. Like I think they it could have been better. Yeah. Well, and that's, you know, that, I, I think it lands right. Like I said it. I think it lands right on the Transformers line. Like, it's middle of the road. And I think yeah. it gets more love than it probably would deserve, you know? I mean, to be fair, what, what you just said defeats the entire purpose of this podcast. It's is supposed to be better or worse than Everything that. is either better or worse than we Transformers. We can make it better or worse but than I, Wonder I, Woman. I 100% <laughs> see what, what you're getting at. Um, and, and that's, that's I mean, we, we've kind of touched on it, but when we say overrated, when I say overrated, I don't necessarily mean that I don't like it. I just think it got more praise than it deserves. Yeah, exactly. Cause, yeah, cause, there's n- worse cause, stuff. Because net-wise, I liked Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was literally watching it before we yeah. started recording this podcast. So, so I, I like that. The other one that's on my list is is Get Out. because oh. and, and that's the thing. I like both of these movies. Wonder Woman, I enjoyed. It's a pretty standard superhero film, but it, it got promoted as if it was, you know, mm-hmm. like a new... You know, a, a new beginning for superhero films. It's, it's it's done all this news. It's not. It's a very generic film, but it's got a female lead, which is important, but it doesn't make it a better movie. For Get Out, also, you know, it's it's addressing important social issues. It's very clever. It's very smartly written. Um, but I don't necessarily think that makes it like a more entertaining film. I didn't. I wasn't super like drawn into to all the suspense. I don't. Mm-hmm. I, I don't feel like it has. It has rewatchability, but it, it's not a movie that I'm excited to watch. I'm excited to see like the references to see how intelligently it was written, but I don't necessarily think that makes it a compelling film. I think I. I really enjoyed Get Out. I. 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 I, I, I liked it too. I, I want to be clear on that, but yeah. I just don't think it's it's as good as people are, are I, I selling don't, it as. Like we were discussing earlier, I don't think it's the best picture worthy right. film. I think it's it is probably a top twenty. Maybe even top ten movie this year, yeah. but I I don't think it is a uh, an Academy Award winner. I I will say on the Wonder Woman note, one thing that I think bugged me is and I and I saw it very late uh, after it had already come out on Blu-ray and DVD and stuff. But 
a lot of the the beats in the movie seemed stolen for me. Like, sure, it was World War One, but it felt very Captain America: mm-hmm. First Avenger. Yeah. Oh, 100 percent. Um, and and a lot of the jokes also felt very Thorish to mm-hmm. me. Like, it's very kind of like fish out of water, you know, type thing. And 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 good example of that is, you know, her talking about the clothes mm-hmm. that people wear. And I just thought about Thor smashing the mug on the ground. Like, they just don't understand. I don't you know, think the that's cousin. the fault of the movie, though. I no, think it's not. That's that's, I, that's, just, that's the that's similarity a, between the exactly. characters. Exactly, yeah, that's yeah, your yeah. point. In that you know, it, it's not. It's not maybe not as original as people. Yeah, if it absolutely. Did, if it did it better, you'd probably overlook that. You know, that's yeah, probably true. Yeah, I, no, I actually think it does both of those things better than Captain America: The First Avenger, and does it better than the Thor. Better than Thor. I, but, I do think it does it better. But my thing is, I've seen it before, so it didn't feel original. Fair enough. But Pat, Patty King is, does a great job. She does. With the film. I mean, and and again, Gal Gadot does an excellent job. What do we have next? And then, I mean, just biggest disappointment and biggest surprise um, for me. Biggest disappointment, and and this, I I agree that if you guys said that this was not in any way surprising to you, then I would understand. But for me, it was Kong Skull Island. I was I was very hyped for the for Kong. The first trailer came out. I was all in. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the cast. I I personally really like King Kong movies. I know everyone thinks the Peter Jackson one sucks, but I think it's pretty great. I like that one too. Um, Andy Serkis. Yeah, Andy Serkis. Uh, I thought the whole like Vietnam setting was a really cool thing. Like I, I was all on board. And then you gave me 90 minutes with a cast I can't remember. I mean, I remember their names, but their their characters' names, I have no clue who they are. There's no backstory given whatsoever. You you spend some time with Kong, but I don't think you spend enough time with yeah. Kong. Too much with Tom Hiddleston trying to do his best like tough guy approach, which I hated. Very true. I didn't hate I it. I really despise the Tom Hiddleston trying to be a lead. My, like, my, he needs to stay a supporting actor. My problem with it is that you don't... <laughs> You build up Kong being such a good guy. You don't give me an equally important villain. Mm-hmm. You give me these worm things that come out of the ground and eat people like two scenes prior to the climax of the movie. Give me something that is like, I, I, you know, I don't even know the best way to describe it. Give me a monster that they literally fear. Mm-hmm. I mean, these that, the, you know, the like tribe of people that were living on Skull Island, their answer was, we just don't go to that side of the island. That's the fix. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we force our characters. It just it didn't build it up to me in equal parts. And I, like I said, the the not having backstory, it was a waste of a cast. It was a waste of an original idea or an original take on a you know a classic idea. I just I was really let down with Kong. I'm gonna be honest. I really liked Kong, but when you talk about it like that, you're you're kind of you're convincing me a little bit. <laughs> I still like it overall, though. Um, my my big, biggest disappointment was uh, was Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Oh man! Not necessarily because I think it's terrible, but I just feel like it was so far from my expectations yeah. of yeah. of where I, I thought it should go, where I wanted it to go. Um, that I I initially felt really like let down, and I've I've warmed up to it since then, recognizing like what it is. Um, but it, it it was just not what I expected, and and I don't know, kind of bummed me out when I first saw it. That movie can be defined by defying expectations. I mean, it just it, it's the whole thing. That makes it out. sound too good. <laughs> yeah, I I don't mean that in a good. way. I know you don't. What about you, Ian? I put Live by Night. I really like Ben Affleck. I like the town. I like Argo. He directed it's the it was a gangster movie. Mm-hmm. Prohibition. I really like I really like mobster movies, but it, it it's just 
It's a weird story. It's more like a TV series. It's like too long. It I, could, I couldn't buy Ben Affleck in a zoot suit. Yeah, he doesn't pull it off. <laughs> and I, I think he was in the middle of the Justice League drama because he's definitely not giving a and crap. Also, like and his, also being an alcoholic and also going through a divorce. Yeah, like he, he definitely did not give a fuck in that movie. Ben Affleck's been living a tough life while being on screen a lot. Like he was good. At, like he was on a roll like Argo. Then he did Gone Girl. Like mm-hmm. and then he, you know, even Batman Superman was shitted on, but he was actually, some people thought he was okay, you know? Most people well, I did. mean, I, I, I think that's the best Batman performance performance we had yeah so i mean he's coming back down i know a lot of people you know still go back to christian bale but we can argue why that's not a good enough. biggest surprise uh that this is kind of a non-choice and i really i recently i only came to this because i just had this talk at work on friday with a co-worker uh biggest surprise to me was power rangers um because i had no hope for that movie it's not a movie i wanted it's a classic property that i loved as a kid um i but it is just it's just a lot of fun. They get a lot of things right. They they reference the original series uh in very cool, fun ways. Like for example, when they first, you know, debut the Zords and they're running and they're playing the classic theme, like that has no business working in a movie. But because if you were a kid who grew up watching Power Rangers, like you expect it. And it just I know, you know, it, Elizabeth Banks is super cheesy and not good in it, but again, she's playing Rita Repulsa, and it just, you know, it works. It, for me as a Power Rangers fan, I having Brian Cranston be Zordon, mm-hmm. you know, Brian, the, the character of Billy Cranston is named after Brian Cranston. He got his je- start by doing Power Ranger voiceovers. There's just a lot that it, it really speaks to a group of people who really enjoy Power Rangers going up, so I, I really enjoyed it. Probably enjoyed it more than the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie. I watched it. I don't remember much. I remember it was... I didn't like the, the the robots. They didn't do enough robot. That's what I was looking Alpha? for. Alpha, yeah, yeah, more of the robot dinosaurs. That's what I wanted to see. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't think there was enough of that. And they did the the jaws thing where they were like hidden in smoke a lot. I thought, you know, I wanted to see clear pictures and, but it was an okay movie. What are we doing? We're doing uh, biggest, biggest surprise. Biggest surprise. My biggest surprise, is John Wick too. I really liked the first John Wick, yeah. but the second one was really really good and it really exceeded my expectations it's one of my favorite movies of the year common is there's a fight scene with with keanu using common that's the best fight scene of the year i don't think it's better than the first one but i do think it is a very good sequel i think it expanded on like the world which i like yeah you know with the medallion yeah no it definitely does that and I, i think like for an original idea that's a really cool world they've got. Yeah, and like like you said, some of the the the, the expansion of the world and really having a equal counterpart in common. I yes, think I common, think like when made it, it really neat. That scene where he goes under the Vatican and he's got like the shotgun and, mm-hmm. and the the like I think it's an assault rifle and he like that's a that's a really cool scene. There's a lot of cool scenes. In that the movie. reason why I actually don't think it's better than the first one and and you guys are making great points is. I liked the kind of like simple nature of the first one. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I, I enjoyed that. It was kind of this like I could see almost that. kind of basic storyline with this in super intense action mm-hmm. sequences and stuff like that. Yeah. I didn't need the world expansion. No, that's fair. And, I, and that would be my biggest complaint is that they push too hard for mm-hmm. like future franchising. But I, I agree. I think it, it definitely it, sets up three. Oh, and, yeah. You know, I, I hate that. Show and, but it's fine. I don't um, like Ruby Rose in it. I don't like Ruby Rose at all. Um, <laughs> but my uh, my biggest surprise was actually Logan, just because I don't feel like that movie had any right to be as good as it actually was. That's very true. I, you know, I've, we've gotten a lot of X-Men films. 
on average, they might kind of suck. I'm not sure. Yeah. We've gotten two Wolverine films before that. And, that definitely uh, suck. Look, I like, I like Wolverine Origins. This is, I famously <laughs> like Wolverine Origins while you guys and pretty much everybody else thinks it's shit. It's hot fire garbage. It's fine. Wolverine was kind of nothing for me. It was, it was okay, but it didn't, it didn't have any lasting impact. Wolverine I don't definitely re- like you guys describe Justice League. Like you walk out feeling nothing. You I don't remember right a single away. moment. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, and so I, I don't feel like, I don't feel like there was any cause to to believe that this movie was going to be either good or memorable or even to be like this kind of uh, genre pushing, you know, like aging superhero, the the death Mm -hmm. of superhero. And I don't know, like it was it was a really interesting take on it. The Western style was awesome. I, it was just, it was way better good than noir. it should have been. Uh, good noir Gosh, movie. fuck the fuck. I knew it was going to come up. I was waiting. If you weren't going to say it, I was going to bring it up. So I'm glad you did. Uh, no, Logan was very good. Uh, I was very pleased. You know, it's weird because there are a lot of movies. You know, last week we brought up 12, 12 Years a Slave and, and, and you said it wasn't, you know, you couldn't rewatch it. And I'm able to rewatch that one. Logan is one that I just like, I haven't feel motivated to rewatch. Yeah, like, that's fair. I, I saw it. I saw it with, was it with one of you guys? Me. That was you. Okay. It, yeah. yeah, I watch it with him, and then I watch it with my mom because we watch every X Men movie together. Interesting thing, it, isn't it? A weird thing that yeah. we do it. Um, but uh, I'll, I'll be honest, I saw it twice in a short time, and and the second time wasn't as yeah. gripping. Yeah, but it's still a good movie. It's kind, it's kind of long. It feels long yeah. to me. That girl kills it. She though. does. She's, She's great. great. Patrick Stewart's great. I like the bad guy Boyd. I don't, I, I don't know his name, but he's in uh, Narcos too. The, the guy with yeah. the metal arm yeah, yeah 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 but he's he's got a, he, he does a cool performance you know he, he's definitely not a match for for wolverine but i mean he's hamming it up and i love it i'm okay I, with it yeah. i actually feel like the villains are probably the weakest part of that movie they don't go i i don't feel like they go in deep enough on like you know the tainting the water supply and the, uh, the that's actually a great point <laughs> they 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 kind of they say it, but I just feel like there was more potential. Right? There's, there. there's no, there's in, no, there's no weight. It it's not like yeah. a memorable part of the plot line, even though it's a really important. Because what's going on with Patrick Stewart and 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 Logan, or you know, yeah. Professor X and Logan, is so important. That's that, true. That, yep. that I, takes I get. Precedence. That, yeah, it definitely takes precedence. But there was for an X Men movie, you had a really kind of cool, I don't know, plot device, villain device. I, I I don't feel like it's pushed hard enough. Uh, I, I I really enjoy it. I mean, it is. It, I really had a good time. I, it's it's kind of it's a it's a, probably the heaviest you know comic book movie there is. Like I mean, it's it's just very yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, deals with some very the uh, I, I like how it connects to Wolverine and that she was like you know you die with your arm and your your, mm-hmm. your heart in your hand and he's holding your hand and all that stuff. I mean, it was. Was sweet. It was. It's a, it's, I it's like a great when movie. they. I like yeah. when they make the the cross into an X. Nah, that I was, fucking that, hate that. That was nail on the head. That, yeah. See that? I was. <laughs> that's the kind of stuff I could do without. <laughs> yeah. Do we want to finish up with uh, underrated, or we want to? Uh, if if it's if it's different than your uh, your your. No, I can do underrated. Um, you know, I I talked about not liking the Lego Batman movie. I actually really enjoyed the Lego Ninjago movie, and I don't I I don't know how many people saw it, or you know, if either of you guys saw it, but I thought it was freaking hilarious i just had a great time i mean it's it's pretty short but the cast is good the jokes are funny you know the reference it feels like an anime in some in some places and and i don't know i just i really liked it and i don't know a lot of people who saw it i didn't see it i didn't see it either yeah i don't have children perfect example i didn't take my kids so just you just took your the i just your inner child yeah (laughs) Uh, the only other one would be Baby Driver, but I think a lot of people saw it. I just don't feel like it gets enough love that it deserves. Fair enough. Um, for me, it was Atomic Blonde, actually. 
Is that, that was, is that, that, was, that was yours as well? Yeah. yeah it's interesting. It, well, it, it's it's one of those things where I feel like it got some acclaim when it came out. It was like, hey, this is a pretty good movie. But I thought it was, I mean, it merges all the action bits of the John Wick, the, you know, yeah. the, the, yeah. the it's realistic. Like a, it's like a slowed down John Wick. It's much more spy. Well, it's much more but spy. It's got those but but, that, but that's kind of the, the its strength in the sense that for, for the John Wick, I mean, the John Wick mythology is kind of fun, but there's a lot, you're really just waiting in between stretches, in between like the action yeah, scenes. Yep. Whereas like the, the actual drama and the character of Charlize Theron's character in, uh, in Atomic Bond is really interesting. So like. The, all the spy stuff's really interesting. All the action yeah. is fantastic. Very Tinker Tailor Soldier in a lot of parts, too. But, like, you know, with, with crazy way action. more action. That's what I'm yeah. There's like that, no action so in that movie. Yeah. It's like thing. that with some action. Yeah. So, I mean, that that would be mine. And I'm, I'm sorry, I stole yours. We didn't talk about no, that. No, no. I think, I think that movie's really, really good. And I like Charlize Theron. She's underrated. I agreed. I, think I actually she disagree. I'm not a big Charlize Theron. I don't yeah, think she no. gets... Eat shit. She should be yeah. in more stuff. I like her a lot. She's my favorite part of Mad Max. I was gonna say I I didn't even care for Mad Max Fury Road, which I know was like blasphemous for some people. Yeah, I Mad Max is one of my yeah. I'll never forgive her for Prometheus, and it's not even her fault. It's but, not her fault. What she huh? win for a monster? She won. Yeah, an Oscar yeah, monster. Monster. yeah, monsters. Really she is great monster. Italian oh, job. I, I enjoy Italian job. But, I mean, it's a fun movie. It's not. I don't think it's good. But I enjoy it very much. But I haven't seen it in a long time. Oh. But yeah, that. That's that's the one I got. I mean, we've been going for a while. You guys want to do annihilation? No, nope, I, I, right. I want to go to dinner. Realistically, yeah, I'm hungry. Got anything? Well, hopefully next week we'll we'll get to cover annihilation. Nina and I both got to see it. Uh, I will try uh, to see Ali, it Alex Garland's week. annihilation. It's a uh, it's a mind fuck. We'll tell you that. <laughs> um, but we'll we'll go into hopefully some greater detail next week. But has, has anybody else seen anything or, or watched anything or read anything nope. this week? That's nothing exciting. Still no. powering through the West Wing. Fantastic. <laughs> It's going to take me a while. I may watch Red Sparrow. It's probably God, for the next I have pack. no interest in seeing It's the new either. Jennifer Lawrence. Uh-huh. Spy mm-hmm. espionage. Looks okay. We'll see. Looks like a Black Widow movie. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought it was, like an adult Black Widow movie. My <laughs> wife wanted to see it for a long time, and then she read that it, it's not so much like spy killing things. Yeah. It's like seduction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and she was like, I mean... Yeah, I guess if you just want to see J Law seduce Jason Clark for two hours, then Joel Edgerton. Yeah, Joel Edgerton. Edger- but that's actually they're the that, same person. Fair enough. Yeah. They're the same human being. Uh, I so I I don't know. I'm done with Jennifer Lawrence. I have no interest in seeing another Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, that's fair. I love Jennifer Lawrence. Silver Linings Playbook. I mean, I love Eagles. That's fan. a great I'm one. That's fan, a great so movie. Yeah, but she, uh, she's got a special place in my heart for that movie. Her and Bradley Cooper. Her her performance in, in just the trailer that I've seen isn't something that interests me. But. Yeah. Since, maybe, maybe since Silver Linings Playbook, she's made Passengers and Mother. She's also made I mean, uh, Joy American was Hustle. pretty good. Yeah, Ameri- American she's Hustle great. was before Silver Linings. Was no, it? Wasn't. No, it was, I think it was after. Yeah, it was after. Oh, I know, uh-huh. I know. But yeah, no, that movie's great. She hasn't made a good movie in like two years. In a little while. Yeah. I yeah. mean, jo- Hunger Joy Games. was okay. I like the first two Hunger Games, too. It's pretty good, though. Uh, not like that I mean, she carries it. but I'm not a big fan of Hunger Games movies. Big fan of Hunger Games books, but I'm not a big fan of the movies. The, the last two I didn't see, but I like the first two. Right. Yeah, the, 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 wait, we're talking about the Hunger Games? Yeah. yeah. yeah you know, Catching the, the, Fire and Hunger yeah, Games. The, the, I didn't see the Mockingjay ones. So I've, I've, seen, I've, I've seen the first, second, and parts of the third one. And yeah, the second one is good. It is better than Transformers. Yes. Yep. The other ones might be worse than Transformers. I would agree. This the the second book. The, the second book is actually very good. Uh huh. the The first book is pretty good, and the third book is trash. Yeah. So, and I think the movies probably well, play. She, she was the same. stealing like the books based on Battle Royale. Have you guys read Battle Royale? She stole that idea. Oh yeah, I mean the whole. But once she ran out of ideas, a way to spin that, she uh, the third book's on her own. Yeah. She kind of loses it. Yeah. Well. Uh, thanks for joining us this week. If you guys uh, want to follow us on Facebook and Twitter, I think the handle's the same at well, BT yeah. Transformers. Yeah. 
Uh, you can also email us at betterthantransformers at gmail.com, which is where the BT comes from for in, the, yep. in the Twitter and Facebook handles. Uh, also, a shout out to uh, Zach Evans for providing us with the artwork Woo. for our logo. Go, Zach. Nice. And yeah, thanks for listening, guys. We'll, have a, uh, see have you a good week, week, guys. Yep. Yep.